I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime and Devotionals, episode 108, He Delighteth in Mercy, studying the books of Jonah and Micah. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a Come Follow Me study for busy moms. I'm your host, Donica Contour. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter of God, just trying to get home, and I hope that something I say here today will help you on your journey home, too. Hello, thanks for tuning in, taking some time out of your day to listen to me talk about Jesus. Um, today we're in Jonah, um, and we're actually going to just kind of hang out there. Um, Micah's super good, highly recommend taking a read through, um, but we're actually just going to talk about Jonah today. Um, I'm going to read a couple of scriptures, um, and we're just going to kind of talk about them. So mostly, let's talk about this first. Um, I'm sure you can hear my kids playing in the background. Sorry. We're working with what we got. Um, so let's talk about mercy. Um, I think that there's a tendency to kind of look at Old Testament God and be like, I don't know, uh, associate him with like fire, brimstone, just justice God, right? Just he comes down hard. Um, but we also know from 1 Nephi ten eighteen that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he actually is just as merciful today, right? We associate God being much more loving and compassionate in Old Testament and especially um, in the Book of Mormon. Um, It's just kind of a reminder that the Book of Mormon is completely true, um, where our Bible, our Old Testament, our New Testament are Um, We believe that they're true as far as they're translated correctly. There's things that have been taken out. There's things that have been added in. Um, So, anyway. um, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, he is just as merciful then as he is today. And we're actually going to talk and focus about on his mercy. So, this first act of mercy I actually want to talk about is um, in Jonah chapter 1, verse 17. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Um, I think a lot of the times we see this depicted as a whale. Um, Out of curiosity, because I was curious, um, I looked up on a map where Nineveh is and where, um, is it Teresh, Teresh, Tarshish, Tarshish, Tarshish where Tarshish is in relationship to Nineveh. Um, And the Red Sea is right there. And do you know what big fish lives in the Red Sea that is the size of a whale, Um, but not a whale? Whale sharks. That's a great fish. Anyway, that could just be a coincidence. I don't know. But I thought it was kind of a cool fact. Um, So... How is Jonah being swallowed by a whale an act of mercy on the Lord's part? Well, it could have been a shark shark. There's definitely sharks, sharky sharks, right? Great white sharks and, and et cetera um, in, uh, in the Red Sea. And that, you can't really get swallowed by those guys. You just get chomped in half. Um, so I think that here the point is, is he he was swallowed up by this great fish and was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Uh, stinky, super gross, but also an opportunity to think, an opportunity to reevaluate his life choices, an opportunity to repent, an opportunity to make a new choice. This is, in essence, a second chance for Jonah. 
Um, and Jonah takes that. So we're going to look in Jonah 2, 2, 2, 2. And it's, he says, and said, uh, and, and so Jonah cried out of the belly, out of the fish of the belly, or out of the fish of the belly, out of the belly of the fish. Good gravy. I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me out of the belly of hell, cried I, and thou heardest my voice. I love this, that he is stuck in the belly of this fish, and he is praying, and God hears him. Um, how merciful it is that even when we have been making bad choices, even when we have been outrightly rebellious to God, outright rebellious to the things that he has asked us to do. And Jonah isn't just like some regular guy. He's a prophet. You know what I mean? Like this, <laughs> he, he, he's held to a pretty high standard. Um, but even then, even then that when we have repentance in our hearts, when we have, um, the desire to turn back and to be like, heavenly father, I'm sorry. Like, He's there. He is right there and he is listening to us. Um, we're going to go to 2.10, right? This is where the Lord spake unto the fish and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Um, another act of mercy. Obviously getting out of the fish, but being vomited upon dry land. Like he could have been out still in the middle of the Red Sea and like spit Jonah out. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and caught good gravy. Sorry, you guys. And God could have been like, okay, well you, you still think about what you did on that swim back into the shore, right? Nope. He has the fish spit him out right where he will be readily available. Um, and we're going to look at Jonah. Um, <coughs> oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on. Chapter three, verses one and two. Um, and the word of the Lord came unto Jonah a second time. This is the second chance. Arise and go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto the preaching that I bid thee. Right? So go do, this is your second chance. Go do the thing I asked you to do ahead of time. He's giving him an opportunity to make the right choice. Not right now, Edmund. Later. Sorry. Um, if I don't address him, he'll just keep sitting there knocking the whole time. Um, <laughs> life with kids. Um, so he's giving him a second chance. And I think a lot of times I know I have a tendency to be like, particularly with my kids, if I'm especially frustrated that I've asked them to do this thing, that finally I get to a point where like, whatever, I will just do it. I will just take care of it because you're obviously not listening to me. Right. How many times does heavenly father give us a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, a fifth chance to do the right thing, to make the right choice. Um, so he goes um, these are verses four and five, still chapter three. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them, even to the least of them. He went in, he said, guys, this is what's going to happen. Guys got to repent or Nineveh is going to be destroyed. And they all believed him or we're like, yes, we're on board. Every single person we are on board, right? Um, this is another opportunity where God gives 
God gives him a second chance, right? How long has Nineveh, Nineveh been wicked? Um, obviously, they were wicked enough that Jonah feared for his life. He was more scared of Nineveh and going there and preaching repentance um, than he was scared of being swallowed by a fish. <laughs> um, although I'm pretty sure he didn't know that that was going to happen. Okay, last verse. Um, because my kid is going to rip down my door. And God said, this is still chapter 3, And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he had said he would do unto them, and he did it not. Um, this idea that he had said, listen, you guys are being super wicked. If you don't shape up, then bad things are coming. They shaped up, so he said, okay, bad things are not coming anymore. Um, how many times, how many times does Heavenly Father give us a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, a twelfth chance, a hundred and fifty-seventh chance? Um, because ultimately God is on our side. He wants us to make the right choices. He wants us to choose him. He wants us to live a life in righteousness, not just because he wants us to listen to him. And that's satisfying for, you know, when somebody listens to the things that you tell them, but because he knows that the things that he is telling us are the ways that are going to make us the most happy, the ways that we are going to find eternal everlasting joy. Um, and he gives us those opportunities over and over and over again, because he really wants us to make the right choice. Um, and Jonah struggles a little bit with that <laughs> in the last chapter. Um, he, he appreciates the mercy to him, but he struggles a little bit with the mercy that Heavenly Father so readily offers, um, to the Ninevites. Just kidding. I made that word up. I don't know if that's actually what they were called, but to the people of Nineveh. Um, and I'm going to go and I leave you with this and I will talk to you next week.